Hello, and welcome to the 13th. Is it the 13th episode? Yeah. Oh, God, it's the unlucky episode. It would be, wouldn't it? It would be the unlucky episode this week. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Happy unlucky Thanksgiving. I am, welcome to the 13th episode of fourth time around i as ever always your co-host ross olsaver here with my friends uh the the pilgrims uh to to my indian uh sort of or am i the am i the indian that doesn't matter greg gregory clyde wolf how you doing good are you Uh, i'm pretty terrible mike Mm maella how are you doing buddy doing all right good how's brooklyn this time of year it's getting crazy you know thanksgiving's right around the corner people are going nuts you got, the, got the wild turkeys running around there in the in the field. Yeah, is there some kind of shortage or something, or what? Yeah, uh, no, people. There's just lots of people, so you don't understand this, Gregory. But yeah, just people. Uh, the stories are ridiculous. It's just a uh, mass of people. It's I can't even uh, every you know when I go to the store this week for my groceries, it's people are already stocked. People were stocking up like two weeks ago. Yeah. On Thanksgiving crap, it's ridiculous. Yeah, and you know Christmas right around the corner. Real exciting. Oh. Uh, I hate it's it's awful, and they're already showing like commercials on TV for uh, like the Rockettes and their stupid show at Radio City. Oh. Yeah, that was a big deal like in like the twenties, but now who cares? That thing, I mean, yeah. they do that every year, and then they got to show all like the Christmas movies. You know, you know, I, you were a big deal in the twenties too, Greg. A lot of people don't know that, but your your height of popularity. Uh, yeah, I was big, but then I kind of accidentally got the. You know, alcohol. Well, you were a bit. You well, got, you yeah, were. Well, you, if you did a little downward spiral, I mean, let's, yeah, let's right. call it what yeah. it is. Um, you so. were bit by a vampire too, which is right. why you're so. Well, young. he's been around. Greg's been around a long time. We don't need to go into Greg's personal history. It's very, very uh, sordid. No, but it's say, pretty cool, to say the least. So, all right, we're going to do a segment that we do uh, from time to time. Uh, most people seem to enjoy it. Um, so, so we like we like to keep bringing it back. It is versus round. And uh, versus round is good stuff. Uh, we, we enjoy it. We like to uh, we like to throw things at Greg. We don't even we don't even care. You know, we don't even warn him. We just throw stuff at him. So this because it's Turkey Day's Thanksgiving themed versus round. What do you think about that, Gregory? Let's do this. So what we're gonna do for those of you playing the home game is we're gonna pit two items of food that are traditionally or non traditionally at Thanksgiving dinner and see who wins. What do you think about that, Mike? Good. Um, yeah. Okay, go. Hit him. Oh, me first. Yeah, go, buddy. Come on. All right. Well, this is a simple one. Um, apple pie versus uh, rhubarb pie. Wow. Yeah, I guess my first question is, what the hell is rhubarb? What the? What? You don't... You're southern, I thought. Everyone in the south knows rhubarb. Yeah. No, I, I I've heard of the I've heard of the name of the whatever this fruit vegetable whatever the hell it is, but the I don't Garrison know. Garrison Keeler bebop or rhubarb? Rhubarb. Yeah. Pie. No. What is it? Is it sweet or is it what's what's it's it uh it, it, if it's not if it, it, it it's kind of stupid to put in a pie you have to really add a lot of sugar because because on its own it's not it's not like an apple is sweet on its own. Sure. Yeah, right. True. Well, rhubarb. Somebody thought, oh, let's put it in a pie, but it tastes awful. Yeah. Like it's really um, I think it's kind of bitter unless you. It sounds like a root of some kind. It, may, it might be a root. Yeah. Uh, I don't. Know. I mean, I Mike. From what I know of you, your your farming knowledge is not something that I would like trust. So, rely, yeah, nothing yeah, to rely. Yeah, on. Nothing to rely on it. So, but go ahead, Greg. You're trying, you're dodging the question, man, and people want to know. Well, I 
I, I you know, I, not knowing what rhubarb tastes like or is or yeah. any of its specifics, um, I'm going to go. You said apple? Yes, like, I did say apple. Is yep. it green or is it red apple or crab apple or how does. Um, it's that that's shoot. I don't know. Come on, give him a crab apple or something. It's crab apple pie. Crab apple's it's awful. No, not crab good. apple. Well, I then, think it's traditionally made with. It normally shouldn't matter. What uh, is it? Granny Smith or or? I don't bake a lot. Uh, no, it's not well, Granny yeah, Smith because I don't like don't. those. <laughs> yeah, I, I I'm just gonna cut to the chase. It's gotta be apple. Um, just because it's Amer- all American, and you know, I never heard of the other kind. How could you have never heard of it? No, yeah. you're an ignoramus. I guess so, because I've never talked to anyone who's had rhubarb pie. Are you kidding me? Have you, you had be it? Joking. This is astonishing. Have, oh, hold on, hold on. Have you had it? Yes, I've had it once in my life. All right, what did it taste like then? I don't remember. It was a long time ago. Apparently, so unforgettable that you can't even. Yeah. Well, like no. I said, I mean, it's just very sweet when it's in the. Uh, yeah, I got it. That's how they do all these pies. They just put a bunch, if you have, just put a lot of sugar in anything. And tastes that's, good. that's like you're just saving measure for anything. Is just dump sugar on it. Yeah. Yeah. You know like, what sugar can't fix, Mike? What relationships? Yep, exactly. My love life. Yeah. My sex life, if you will. Yeah. No, don't. <laughs> oh, God, please. Why do we? This is a family show, and y'all. Yeah, let's I love break life. On no, the whole all, right. all right, cut that part if it makes you happy. All right, just, Greg. Oh, come yes. on, stay on target. Uh, wait, wait, hold on. Did I win that one or what? Yeah, you won it. You won it. You okay, one zero. Because, because frankly, you not knowing what a rhubarb pie is is sad. So we're just going to give it to you at a charity for Thanksgiving. Nice. All right, I'm going to go with cranberries. Mm-hmm. Or stuffing. Oh. I, okay, is this cranberries as in cranberries or cranberry like in the can that comes sliced Oh, naturally up? In, the, in the can. I mean, this is, come on. So this is like a gelatin-like tube. Exactly. Yeah, tube like um, substance. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I got to go stuffing just because it's so uh, resilient. You can put it in turkey. You can eat it just by itself. You can you can put it in the fridge. You know, in the and fridge. Eat it the next day. Yeah. You know, and, yeah. and cranberry. You know, it sits alone. No one really wants to eat it. No yeah. one really knows why it's there at the table. It it's true. It's back, like some uh, tradition that remains unexplained. Yeah, just an archaic. You know, back when we didn't actually have refrigeration or. Yeah. You know, modern science. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Back you know, when you were first born. Back yeah. when I, yeah, before I was bitten by uh, right. the, the thirst. Right, by Robert Patterson. From that Twilight. is vampirism. Yeah, I, in my human life, I would I would have shunned it even then. So, yeah, yeah stuffing. Yeah. Right, I agree with you wholeheartedly. And I think anybody out there listening to this conversation, hopefully will, uh, if they made it this far into the show, they will right. also agree with me. So. Okay. Mike Mela, go ahead. Right. Uh, turducken mm. versus uh, dino chicken. Uh, uh, dino chicken is really good. It is good. Do you it's know rare. what turducken is, though, Greg? Yeah, it's what it came out about, I'm going to say about almost 10 years ago, where they would stuff mm-hmm. um, a duck and a chicken in a turkey, and then they mm-hmm. did a uh, one with a pig, so it stuff all that inside of a pig. Mm. And it just goes, really is what you're describing to me real, or is this just like some yeah? Cut into it, and you get yeah. ham, turkey, chicken, and duck. That is disgusting, right? All there. one slice. Yeah. yeah, it just goes to show why the why this world hates our guts. We're so rich that we can stuff food 
instead food. of food. It's just food that should not be. Yeah. yeah. Right. We shouldn't even inside. care about it. Like, yeah, I'll eat it. Fine. You know, stuff it in that thing over there. That's like having, you know, three closets. You know, right. it's, it's just cruel. Full of clothes you don't wear anymore. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, and then I've heard some people will deep fry it after that. So. Oh my! Well, that, know, my yeah, my that's another a thing. Yeah, the deep fried turkey. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this is a deep fried turducken. And well, I've not that, heard of that, but people do deep fry just regular turkeys as well. Yeah. Right. It's and so now we're going up against the uh, dino chicken. Yeah, you uh, go for the dino chicken. I come on, don't don't play coy. Yeah, I I have a few. So is this like a dinosaur? Like you know, in Flintstones, where he pulls up to the diner and gets a oh a slab of rib. Yeah, that knocks over his car. Is yeah, that how big we're talking? That's um, I think most of Mike's scientific uh, knowledge is based off of off well, of the Flintstones, of, of crappy '70s cartoons. It's gonna um, start out small, but within ten years. So <laughs> if we're talking like Thanksgiving, like ten years from now. Yeah. Like 20, I mean, uh, I could foresee Dino chickens solving world hunger. Sure. They're gonna be huge in about ten years. So, you know, like, I mean, physically, they'll they'll be huge. Hold villages. Yeah. Yeah, um, it takes a village, though, definitely. Right, and I have to say, and this is a whole conspiracy that I don't want to get into, but I'll just <laughs> glean on it. The Please. whole fact that that turkey has uh, tryptophan, yeah, makes you sleepy. I I really think most of the dastardly deeds done in this country mm-hmm. happen between twelve p.m. and four p.m. on Thanksgiving. Really, because everyone is so lethargic after yeah. the. But that's lazy. apparently a myth, by the way. I've read, I've read somewhere. I think online. See, Mike, that, again, you're listening to the man giving you that information. I'm right, right. All the, you know, like because all the guys, the nuclear missile silos, I'm sure, what? have the little turkey dinner, you know, and what? All the people guarding the frozen alien bodies, you know, stuff's going down. I'm telling you, when everyone's kind of droopy and watching the Cowboys. So, the, are you telling me that the 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 the, the source that gave me the information that. This is a myth that turkey does not make you sleepy. Mike, a war Those is people are taking on, advantage on of ideas and, and psychological warfare before the battle even starts. You know what I mean? If you want, uh, if you've read your Sun Tzu, you know this. But uh, so yeah, but I'm, I'm, I'm going to go. The turkey is thwarted by its own superpower of laziness and is eaten by the uh, nice. I see. I see. All right. Fair enough. All right. I like it. So, is that? Is that three zero or two one? Uh, I mean, I'm gonna go three zero. Nice, three zero, buddy. See that, Mike. All right, here's 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 my last one for you, and it's one that gets me every year because I don't really like turkey. I know it's yeah, weird. No, no, do I? I hate turkey. So, but I do like ham. Oh yes. You know. Ugh. So Magical this is it. This is the final. This is the octagons. Put them into the. Let's put it to the test right now, yep. Greg. Ham versus turkey. Yeah, ham, please. Wow, because great choice. A, he, 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 That's ridiculous. Man. I'm not here's even talking. Like, let's on, just, yeah, what about a honey gla- like Doesn't honey glazed ham? That sounds amazing, right? Well, here's no. the thing, too. We only eat turkey on this one day just because it's tradition. Yeah. Yeah, I, you never, do. I eat turkey all the time. I yeah, just eat ground no, turkey no, the day. The processed you know, sodium out the wazoo uh, turkey. You don't, eat, you don't actually go get a turkey and cook oh, it. Like I, buy gra- I bought ground turkey. What? Ground turkey? You can buy ground turkey. I, I bought it last week and I put it in my pasta sauce. What? What bizarre? <laughs> Look, I hate to bust your bubble, but what? What strange... turkey is very popular in my? Wow, I don't even know what. What? What would you call that exactly? Ground turkey. Uh, I don't know. I made it. I made like a red so sauce to put. You would you, tur- you make it into like a hamburger, but a turkey burger? What? You can make you can make it into a turkey burger. I just I just cooked it as like ground. 
like you would ground beef, but I put it sure. in my yeah. Put it in like uh, that sounds like, that sounds it, terrible. Why, yeah. why is it's it so, so strange? It, was, it actually did taste kind of weird. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Look, and, and turkey's always too dry, in my opinion. Yeah. Man, you are just a yeah. Turkey is, is too dry because it's very difficult to cook right. I mean, it is. This is extraordinary. I I don't care. I, I love turkey even if it is dry. You know what, Greg? Uh, guess what? Four nil. Yeah, take that, Mike. Four That's, nil on the first edition. Thank you. You can't beat the pig, Mike. The pig Ridiculous. is ridiculous. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I tell you what. Too. Ham is is fatty. It's bad for you. Turkey is lean. See, more I don't, your negativity towards ham. See, Mike, right you're now focusing nice. on you're focusing on the whackness instead of the dopeness, man. You gotta. Don't, whoa, Greg. Yeah. Don't ever process that for me. Yeah, Look, don't ever you know, say those those terms. Yeah. Anyways, pigs say you know it's 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 a pig. It's rooting around with its nose on the ground. Yeah. It's a very unclean. clean animal. The Bible said it's an unclean animal. So, well, I believe yeah. the Bible said that any cloven-footed animal is unclean. Mm, well, it says a lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> yep, it does. Most of which is yeah. definitely not not true. Right. Um, all right, let's go with uh, reader mail. Um, okay. We got we got reader mail from a a, a Mark V. Out there in uh, in somewhere in the, the suburbs of Chicago, and uh, Mark V is uh, training to be a UFC fighter. Mm-hmm. Um, so we wish him luck, of course, naturally. Um, and he had a question. Uh, it was a pretty amazing question. Um, basically, it breaks down to this: because we were talking about the ultimate sidekicks, and and we were talking about it, and I said I would like America to be my sidekick. Do you remember this, guys? Right. Yeah. Well, so he said the two embodiments of America for him. For Mark V, uh, the the UFC guy, um, it, uh, Chuck Norris and uh, and Jack Bauer. So picture this, gentlemen, and we can have a roundtable discussion here. Jack Bauer and Chuck Norris are both co-marshals of the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. Mm-hmm. Okay, and so they're driving along, and you know tensions are heating up between the two here because these two, you know, these two powerful figures. You understand? It'd be like Caesar and Augustus at the height of their power together in the same car. You know. Right. I mean, it, it, didn't, it didn't happen, but you know, it would be, it would be like that, you know. So they get, they finally, they finally start to, you know, let's, they're gonna throw down. They decide that only, only one could be the marshal of Thanksgiving Day, Day Parade and represent America. So here are the rules: the weapons are any thing that you can find in a parade ground, and all the spectators sort of form like the circle that they have, you know, on the playground, you know, that type of thing. Mm-hmm. You know, when the fight breaks out. But in so, front of with Santa Claus watching. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, with all with all the millions of children and, uh, right. and Santa Claus watching. So what do we what do we think? Who do we what, what advantage, Greg? Well, or just initially, what do you think? Just some some initial thoughts. We don't have to talk about it, but initial thoughts. Well, okay. First off, is this a fight to the death? Um, always. I mean, I think. If I think gonna, with Chuck Norris, it's always going to be to the. And death. I think with yeah, Bauer takes it to the limit. So. Well. Yeah. I don't know. Listen, Jack Bauer. Actually, every morning that he wakes up, he listens to Danger Zone by Kenny Loggins. And right. I mean, that is the first thing. His alarm on his phone is is that's what he listens to. So, is Jack Bauer a homosexual? That is oh my no, sir. We've already gone over this. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Several episodes ago, even just, even if he was, Mike. Uh, first of all, think of the of the Spartans. They you know they kind of are even the Corinthians in the sacred band. Yeah, they weren't exactly uh, are bad. Are you warriors. saying we need to get gays in the military like pronto? Exactly. I'm saying I it bet has, if we did, we would we would take over Afghanistan. Do you want? I mean, I don't want to get shot at, right? No. Yeah. So they if anybody, go, and if anybody yeah. wants to get shot at, go. I'm all for it. Actually, yeah. that's an awesome way to handle like uh, like the the Taliban and Al Qaeda. 
What? They're freaked out about homosexuals. We they're, send some they're gay actually soldiers freaked out in. About, about a lot of things. Right. Do a little gay torture on them. That'll clear that shit up right away. No problem. <laughs> Game over. I, you should Sorry. really. You should get on the phone and tell someone this. Mister, uh, Mister, give me the president. I'm so glad. That Who is this? Don't mind that. Yeah, I'm so glad that we. Taliban is scared of gays. <laughs> that we <laughs> capture your delusions on on tape. On, Right, I mean, that, and I just I just put it together like right now. I mean, yeah, I, and that's but that's the important part is because you really believe that. Yeah. Right. Uh, All right. So, uh, look. Go okay. Well, Mike, what do you think, Norris Bauer? Uh, I mean, my initial reaction is um, I got to go with the guy that has facial hair, a beard. Okay. Yeah, true. I mean, and he's had his beard like his whole freaking career. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. This. I mean, yeah. so my initial response is to go with him. Yeah. I, I just think he's number one. He's more American. Uh, well, he's got fine. the beard. No, define that. Uh, why is he more American? Yeah, exactly. Because um, he's much more about like because he's much more about his, his, the way that he fights is all about his body. I think that's very American. It's all about like his physical, his physicality. If yeah. You okay. Like he works out hard. I'm, I'm in a weird place right now listening to this, but this go is ahead. like 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 Chuck Norris is much more closer to like the pioneers that settled this country than Jack Bauer is. Yeah. Like, I don't think the pioneers had a cell phone out in. The wilderness. I think they had a body like Chuck Norris, and they were chopping trees and kicking Indian ass. You know, this what I'm is this is so. That's that's. Does that make sense? Like that's yeah, just, it makes. No, it makes a lot. I've known you a long time, and this is one of the the. This probably makes sense more than anything I've ever. Does it? Yeah. About it. That's. But yeah, so I. I mean, my initial reaction, is Chuck Chuck Norris. Of course, but, of course. Although I do respect Jack Bauer. As well. oh, naturally, naturally. Well, I mean, there's no doubt that there's respect here from all of us to mutual parties. So, right. So, yeah. So, what, uh, Greg, go ahead. You got to let's choose one here. And what do they use? I mean, what do we get? We got band instruments. Yeah. You know, I got to say, uh, Bauer's one advantage is he's very. Uh, he, well, he also has a knapsack. Right. I mean, and he's <laughs> what, also. Have you seen the video of him uh, tackling a Christmas tree? Oh, oh, of course, brilliant. And and then he headbutted some designer at a yeah. party because they. I heard that guy had it coming. But. Is this for real? <laughs> Yes, it's real. Yeah, get arrested like the for it. You, you talking about the actor did this? No, not the. There is no actor. No, there is no, no actor. Mike. There is what? I don't know. Oh. <laughs> and then he there. and he headbutt. Yeah, this guy apparently bumped into Brooke Shields accidentally. And and Hi, first of all, this is the most inane shit that we could ever bring up. Why? Yeah, we're, talk, we're talking about get... Brooke Shields now. Where are we? No, 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 no. That's why Jack Bauer headbutted that a designer because that designer bumped into Brooke Shields at a party. I know, but we're we're, we're not TMZ. Like we don't, you know. I'm saying this is this is rele- this is co- this is relevant to his fighting. Jim tackling style. the Christmas tree is totally relevant. Yeah, absolutely. Right. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. So, so I'm going to say Jack Bauer might have an advantage of dealing with the situation at hand. Yeah. Uh, but he might grab a tuba and wield it in a certain yeah, way. Exactly. That's what I'm. But thinking. I gotta think since Norris <laughs> has mastered every Eastern martial art there is. True. With cowboy boots. With cowboy boots. I mean, the amount of pressure that is at the tip of that cowboy boot when it lands, a blow. Yeah. Uh, I've heard something like the force of a mortar shell. Right. And, and, you know, he fought Bruce Lee, you know, so that's also a bonus. Yeah. I got to go Chuck Norris. Okay. Uh, I'm going to be the dissenting voice here and the only voice of reason. Because the the fact that you could even suggest for one minute that Jack Bauer could actually lose at anything uh, is not only ridiculous, uh, it's patently false. 
right. and uh, and it hurts me on a very deep level because uh, I mean you want to know whoever the, the physical level yeah exactly this I mean it's a philosophical level really more than anything else right. that you've really upset and I'm gonna just tell you why <laughs> two advantages for Mr. Bauer okay knapsack all right and and cell phone. What's in that knapsack? What probably exactly, like, Mike? What I mean is it is it ninja powder? You know, is it is it's you probably know? more like a chapstick? No, are so you, are you moisturized serious? Moisturized little sensitive lips. That is oh the right the way the way you're talking right now is is I can just tell you this that there is some kind of explosive and or handgun in the knapsack. That's I mean that's all I mean we're done. That's done. Are you deal. saying Bowers and above? Shooting? No, of course, no. He's got to get the job, Greg. He doesn't have time. All right. He, if you know, he, if he really wants to be the marshal of the Thanksgiving Day Parade, he's got he's got things to do. You know, he can't he can't get into a long brawl with Norris. You know, and wield right. a tuba, and they're into the crowd. You know, and they're you know they're tackling beauty right. pageant. Right. You know, second runner-ups. You know, right. and that From type of thing. Who knows you know? where? Yeah, I think Chuck Norris is going to reach for like the smallest, like the shortest person. Yeah, and try and, and just he'll pick him and like use him as a weapon That's and true. start like flipping them around. But I think I think Bauer just just does the the Indiana Jones when confronted with the the sword guy, you know. Right, but I in, think in Raiders I, of the Lost Ark. You know, he just gets like, the job done. I feel like Jack Bauer is a little too modern or contemporary. Like he's going to be worried about like casualties. No, never. Collateral damage. Whereas Absol- Chuck, he no. knows you have See, to sac- make some this sacrifices. Is where, this is where no, I think you have the reverse, actually. Yeah, you have it actually the reverse. The more uh, the more yeah. collateral damage done, the more successful the mission. On Americans, though? I don't Abs- think absolutely. Jack Barrow would want to do that to Americans. L- listen. Well, if, if they're getting if, in the way of his righteous battle for America, then exactly. they're terrorists. Greg, I think well, yeah, I can't but get if, I'm, if, I mean, I'm pretty sure Chuck Norris, like, is a god though. like i think he's spraying out of no no he was just a he was much more half you know he's like achilles he was only yeah yeah he's a half he's like half half mortal yeah. half yeah, that's true he does that have advantage he has he has like he's sprung from the head of george washington right and, um right. and yeah so but i but you know who knows i think then pyrrhic victory oh all right. Yeah, be, like they that. take out so many in the crowd. Yeah, exactly. Like by uh, the time the this is done, the, both there's are nothing so, left on Earth. Yeah, I mean, they yeah, just the both whole, kill themselves maybe because they're just so yeah torn I'm, up inside that they've done this to their own countrymen. I mean, it's it's like uh, it's it's like uh, knowing you know that Nicolas Cage movie where you know where oh. he's where he. <laughs> <laughs> I never seen that movie. I just thought there's a right. there's, there's a picture of an Earth on fire. So I just right. figure like that's the picture after they're done. You right. Know, it's just, yeah. Poor Nick Cage. We need to go out and buy like his movies. He, apparently he lost a whole bunch of money. This is in, we're in TMZ oh. territory again. But okay, I agree. Uh, we definitely. But I, mean, need to I think he's out. losing his house or something. Good. He's great. He's one of the finest actors of our generation. You know how many crappy movies he had to do to get that house? He's gonna do like. He's never oh. done a single bad movie ever. So. Oh, I'm sorry. Name one that he did. Um, well, probably National Treasure. Oh, and uh, National Treasure 2? Uh, until the trilogy is complete, I wouldn't cast aspersions. <laughs> All right, until the until the epic is completely finished. Fair enough. Okay, yeah. the, the, the one with the uh, – what's it with the, the – the what's it called? The goat – the Greg knows, the guy with the fiery who rides the bike. Oh, Ghost oh, he Rider? Was, he was Ghost Rider, yeah. Yeah, uh, possibly one of the, the finest depictions of... Uh, but the movie was all, the only thing good about that is uh, Eva Mendes. No, the only good thing about she that is... She could do whatever she wants. I'll watch her in anything. Yeah, and I'll say this about that movie, too. The girl that plays a young Eva Mendes... Yeah. ...is, is like... Eva Mendes while young? No, that's the problem. She doesn't look anything like her. Mm. Like, all well, of a sudden, Eva Mendes, because it's hot chick, and the plain Jane they got to play the young version of her, doesn't even make sense. It happens, but. Greg. 
that yeah, I've never known someone who. Oh well, because they don't want to take attention off of the hot star. Like, yeah, true. They're gonna do that. Yeah. It, the least they could do is have a hot younger version. Look, not all I'm, it's all like I'm, if I were in a movie, you would be playing like the younger me, and I. Would. <laughs> so somehow I got shorter and yeah, exactly <laughs> more <laughs> and Italian ugly somehow. Just, yeah, just all around uglier. Right. Yeah. Right. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was a horrible accident where they had to cut my leg, part of my legs off, and, <laughs> oh, and add and add hair for some reason. Like just lots of hair. We have you know, to add hair to cover up all the scars for when you were an, un- an uncomfortable amount of hair. You know, right? This could be, okay. uh, yeah, this could be my. Uh... We have to like add Italian genes into his DNA to save him. Uh, well, thank you, Mark. Uh, to Mark graft B. like pasta to his neural net. Okay, all right, we got it. Thank you, Mark B, for for going for going around and listening. Pyrrhic victory is a final decision. Greg, in the future. All right, I, you know I, we're going into a very scary, scary time coming up, and I'm, I just want to say that I've I've warned you people. But you continue to, to go down this track. But here it is. Okay, so IBM scientists are now saying they've they have simulated uh, a, a program. Uh, they've created a program that simulates uh, a cat's brain. What? All right. So basically, what they're saying is inside the computer they have these artificial neurons, and they've placed images in front of it and watched it think through what that image is. So it's not like you could take this computer and stick it on a cat's body and it turns into a cat, but the idea yeah. is it it it's on par with what a cat's brain does. Huh. So it's like 4.5. How, how is that even quantifiable? I mean, how can you quantify such a thing? Well, that's what that's the thing. Like, it's bizarre. There's like two camps now. Like, IBM is funding several different uh, projects. So, one of IBM's teams says they did this, and another of IBM's teams says they're full of crap and that anyone can do this with just enough computing power. Huh. So, here's the problem. So, can we extrapolate from that then that if we just had enough computing power, that we could conquer the human mind? Right, and 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 the and here's the and so right. I see where this is going. And yeah. so the the problem is even I if see you why had, you picked this because I well, see where this is going. Yeah. So yeah, so the problem is even if you had enough computers that simulated enough neurons. Sure. The problem is we don't know how those neurons interact to create us. So yeah. even if you had a computer that technically had the computing power of a human brain, it wouldn't be an AI. It would just be a really good computer. We don't know. That's so. Oh, I see. So the bridge between computing and sentience is is right. It's it's not thinking, right? right. It's just a, yeah. it's just an if then statement, a right. big one. Sure. So. Right. But, right. Oh, I'm sorry, Mike. Should we should we draw it in crayon for you? All right. So there's magic, uh, Mike, and they, I, and they and they took a cat and yeah. turned it to a cartoon. Another no, cartoon. No, I, I, I think I understand pretty clearly. You remember when you read Harry Potter? Right. I never read those books. It was it was just just like that, just like magic. I don't know how to read, but if I did read, I would read good <laughs> literature. You okay. know this crap that they're feeding kids nowadays. I know it is terrible, isn't it? Hey, Mike, did you go see that? This is a tangent, of course, but did you go see New Moon? Oh, did Mike tell me? <sighs> I love yeah. Kristen Stewart. I'm in love with her. Uh, but no, I don't. Uh, I haven't seen any of those movies. Yeah. 
This is why we need to create AI to prevent you from going to see such things. No, she's look, only nineteen. I feel dirty for like. All like, we should you should a you should feel dirty. B yes. let's stop this conversation right here and see. I have this point to make about New Moon, and it, it goes a little something you know like this. This is what we need to do with this show, so right. we can get like forty million people to listen. Okay. Mm-hmm. We got to wear like our hair like kind of gelled in a half messy way. Right. right. And get even paler. Yeah. How do how do you? Is, I think if we could just get the half messy gel right. hair thing. And can I take my shirt off a lot? Uh, <laughs> I, that's what they do. I in think the you'll movie. notice if you've seen the promotion pictures of this movie. Yeah. No one has body hair. Yeah, like so a guy who really, can turn. They have their shirts off. The guy the who's a werewolf doesn't no have hair. any hair. So but, even yeah, the werewolf, like you next to the werewolf, you right. look more the werewolf. Yeah, I should. I should have played that part, man. I should have had that, and then I could star alongside Kristen Stewart. Been awesome. That, like turn into a werewolf. I could do that. Is that a dream of yours? Mm, maybe. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, like, I'd be more convincing doing it, like for real, like without all the CGI stuff. You know? Sure. Yeah. It doesn't look realistic at all in the movie. No, it rarely. The guy does. jumps in the air and he turns into a wolf. I've, it uh, doesn't happen that way. Let me get this straight. Let me get this straight. <laughs> Wait, hold on, Greg. Wait. How does it? How does it happen, Mike? What? It happens slower than that and. Yeah. You don't actually turn into a physical wolf. You turn into a wolf man, <laughs> like a like a werewolf, <laughs> like a werewolf. So let me get straight. You're, you're admitting the conceit, conceit that you, you are turn, you can morph into, yeah. a, but you're saying no, 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 no. They're doing it all wrong. They should be doing right. it right. I mean, I'll admit it. On the trailer, it looks like he goes in. It looks pretty crappy. He goes. Yeah, in he just jumps in the. Yeah, it just jumps in there and instantly becomes a werewolf. Yeah, I, I mean the fact that this has made as much money as it has. I mean, that's what I'm saying. We need to tap. Yeah. How can we? How can we tap into that market and, um, and get my, even if we get one tenth of the popular. We could try to get Kristen Stewart on the show. Ah, uh, good. Yeah, I don't think that's ever gonna. Um, well, I mean, you're stalking her right now as we speak, right? So you know, just... allegedly, allegedly, <laughs> that's very. His lawyer is very insistent on that. Allegedly. Sorry. So yeah, those people, going... hold on. Those people walk, I'm sure, around Manhattan all the time, right? So, well, let me ask this, Greg. I, I mean, if so, we have this. We have a possibility of a cat brain. Um, if we have a possibility of a human brain, uh, yeah. uh, if it goes and sees New Moon, can we unplug it? <laughs> no. It, that, see, it, that that's the point where okay, the idea is right that if this thing becomes so complex that it, that AI will emerge from that, right? I see, yeah. I think if you expose this thing to like it, it like here's the here's the problem. If this thing somehow with the cat, ta- brain. With the cat if brain. the cat brain somehow taps into Barnes and Noble and and just happens to fall upon the paranormal romance section. Oh sweet. We're yeah. dead. You know, what are you, ta- any- what are you talking about? Well, Cats can't read. <laughs> no. So, but Mike, Mike, that's just what we're saying. How's an artificial yeah. cat brain going to learn how to do cats learn? Exactly. How to that's so yeah. I think here's the problem, Mike. It's not a cat's brain. It's a brain that's on par with a cat's brain. So it's not right. thinking like a cat. No, I, yeah, but why? Why would they think it's going to somehow evolve? I mean, cats don't evolve beyond because because it happens. <laughs> you're, getting, you're getting hung up on the cat thing, Mike. I think right. It's not, yeah. it's not a cat. They didn't take a cat. I, Anyways, I wouldn't worry about the hum- making a human. I wouldn't worry about making a human brain because, like, we don't even fully understand the human brain, like what it's capable of. Yes, no, Mike, that's, I, that's I, what they're I saying. They're saying, yeah. Here, but if point, we Mike. did, right? 
if we did, could we, you know, if we just had enough technology, basically they're saying if we had enough computing power. See, this is where I don't understand modern um, technology, like modern science. They're dealing with like stuff like that. I just go, well, why? Like, what's the point of having a cat brain, you know, or my guess is the wrong question. The question is not why, it's when. Yeah. Well, <laughs> this, people are going to do well, this no matter what. I, I never understand this argument. Like, well, why would we want to create artificial intelligence if it could kill us all? It's like, you don't understand. People are going to do this regardless of any No, I, I know they're going to do it regardless, but like, I, so this I don't question totally is moot. It's like, well, yeah. it's more like it's going to happen, so let's deal with the right. you know, so, eventuality. All right, so this brings me to this question then. Ro- Robocalypse yeah. escape plan. Oh, shit. Um, okay, three items from your house. What is yeah. – uh, Robocalypse is like an artificial uh, intelligence. A Robocalypse would be some sort of, uh, of artificial intelligence like Skynet, for instance, activating all at once um, from the actual true story documentary uh, Terminator. Yes. One and two, but One not, two, not anything else. Yeah, the documentaries are only the first two. But um, so if there was some kind of uprising of robots because they were unhappy because we were using them as street sweepers, um, they get their hands <laughs> on weapons, this type of thing. Right. What do we do? How do we get out? It's a different thing because, you know, it's different than zombies. Yeah. So Robocalypse, Greg Wolf. Um, you got to get underwater it's somehow. Oh, good call, yeah. And you've got to get some sort of high powered magnet. Oh good wow. So you got and so you got two. You got water, magnet. You got scuba suit, okay. magnet, and um acid. Yeah that's to burns. melt to melt circuits. because uh, uh, that's all servos you need to take out. And, yeah. Huh? That's all you need to take out is just the you know like the, the the cybertronic brain. Right. You have to get it so that it can no longer make synapse jumps and all that kind of nonsense so yeah, yeah we don't I'm know going, we don't know what we're talking about when we start talking about that but yeah yeah i gotcha yeah basically you just get a submarine with acid torpedoes that's okay solid solid point so you're meeting at the submarine and those are your items mike mail go ahead robocalypse you look out your window in uh your sad Jeez. broken apartment and you realize the streets have been overrun uh by robots Jeez, i don't know that's scary um, it is a terrifying prospect gosh greg was so prepared uh, it's like it's like he had been thinking about this for a while. I don't well, he know. Well, he has been. Trust me. But yeah, it's like he, he's always got a backup plan. That's true. Yeah. He's very crafty like that. Yeah. Come on, Mike. Anything? Go ahead. Robots. Yeah, I don't know. Can I take my car? I think I want my car. Absolutely. Yeah. So where are you going to drive to? Though? Um, the... I'm going to try fire though. I'm going to try because okay. I think um, if I get, I don't know, I'd probably get like a, a, a as much gasoline as I can take in my car. Yeah. <laughs> and get some sort of like flamethrower. Okay. I'll so I'll just try to like um, – uh, my plan will be to eventually trap them into a um, – maybe like, I don't know, trap them on Manhattan somehow. And on, then yeah, on the island there. Sur- they'll be surrounded by water, but I'll set up like a huge cert- ring of fire yeah. around Manhattan like on the island so that – Yeah, that sounds kind of rad actually. And then I'll like drive my Honda Odyssey – through Manhattan, through Manhattan. You'll drive, your, you'll drive your slightly large right. minivan through right. Manhattan. Yeah. My 1996 Honda Odyssey. God, Ford it's a beautiful car. car. Yeah. It really is. It's they don't ma- make them like that anymore. No, they don't. Yeah. They seriously, literally do not make them with four doors like <laughs> they, they refuse four doors. Yeah. They you're single handedly responsible for the car bailouts. Yeah. Right. 
Honda. And, uh, so so I would take him on like a wild goose chase through Manhattan. Nice. And I would be putting like a I would be like dropping gasoline. I'd have some sort of assistant with me. I don't know. Sure. Yeah. Dropping gasoline and like lighting it on fire so there's a blaze of fire behind me as I drive into uh, New Jersey. Wow, that sounds great. <laughs> I mean, I think you've just nailed it for everybody. You sound that's like a Bruce Springsteen song. Could that? Yeah, it is kind of like. Uh, yeah, like you should. I think write. my whole life is. Yeah. Kind of I, yeah, I think you kind of I modern tried. it after you basically Thanks. just you yeah. basically took Thunder Road. Maybe and I would do the, yeah. Maybe that is I'd one thing you can hope that. for. There'll never be another Springsteen song if the robotic collapse happens. That's true. That is one good 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 thing to come out. Talking about. So. He is an awesome songwriter. I'm gonna, uh, you know, I'm gonna. I don't, you know, there's nothing. I don't have any. I don't have anything useful around my house except for uh, except for like bottles of water. But you know, I mean, they're too heavy. I couldn't take that that take that many. So I think I'm gonna take nothing, because to make me faster. Wow, okay. you're going like commando. Yeah, well, here's my plan. See, I gotta get, I gotta set off an EMP. Yeah, that's you got. That's the first thing what you gotta that? do. That's an electromagnetic pulse. <laughs> All right, now it's something that can happen after this. Certain weapons are made uh, to to do it. It happens sometimes after a nuclear explosion. Um, it causes planes to fall out of the sky. Isn't that right, Greg? It does. In fact, it happens. Well, never mind. Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so anyway, that's that's what we're that's what we're gonna go for. So I mean, I don't you know you'd have to head towards um uh towards you know towards any kind of I live in San Antonio, so pretty much any direction I run, I'm gonna run to a military base. Yep. I mean, or you I can just go to the Alamo. Yeah. Yeah, there's definitely an EMP there. That's how they beat the. Uh... That's how they beat Santa Ana. Yeah, that's how they beat Santa Ana. <laughs> you beat Santa Ana's robots. I like. You could like recreate the Alamo. You beat like. Yeah. Then, no, this is a good idea. Exactly. Yeah. I'll go over to Brooks Brooks Air Force Base and I'll borrow their their <laughs> EMP and I'll drag it on over to uh, to the Alamo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, exactly. And I'll write, you know, come and get them, you know, right. type of thing. And then uh, set off the pulse, and that's it. Yep. I'm done. Bam. That's all I have to do. Gone. Yep. Right. Right. So that's it. Interesting. Yeah. It I takes, mean, we we long. wouldn't have any of these things in our apartments, though. No, I mean that's why I'm saying I couldn't take anything because it would just slow me down. I got to move okay. quick. You know they're also developing a railgun probably at that base, so why well, that be helpful? Yeah, that would be helpful. What is that? A railgun uses electricity to propel yeah. uh, a piece of metal. Basically, they don't. It doesn't use any explosives, but it goes so fast that like if you shot a tank with a with a railgun propelled uh, object, it would basically suck everyone out through a hole the size of like a square inch. Yeah. Hmm. See, this is craziness. How that, do you sounds, that sounds weird. I'm about to check, do some checking there. All right. Well, thank you for uh, for going off on a crazy, weird area there for uh, for Greg in the future. There you go. So, all right. So we're going to end the end uh, the podcast here very quickly with a little um, a little bit of the holiday musings. Hmm. Right. Holiday musings with the fourth time around crew. Hmm. So it's Thanksgiving, guys. Uh, do you have anything uh, you're especially thankful for, Greg? Go ahead. Uh, I'm thankful for uh, video games and their training for the uh, upcoming zombie slash robot wars. Okay, sweet, sweet. Uh, Mike, you thankful for something this year, buddy? Um, hmm. Not very much. Um, yeah, that's what I was thinking. That was my answer. <laughs> I don't know, uh, well, it's kind of hard to celebrate when you don't have anything to celebrate. Well, I'm glad to be alive. I'm glad for you know when you when you when you're reduced to like nothing, you have to kind of yeah, like, you have to go like, back to the essentials like yeah. my life. Um, that's good. So how, like it's a holidays and heartbreaks kind yeah. of time. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Yeah. Um, 
I'm with you. I think me. I think me and you should just end end the show in in sad silence like this. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you and happy Thanksgiving for the fourth time around, crew. Uh, we hope you enjoy yourself. Be careful out there on the road. Um, we're also appearing on a uh, a new website. Actually, it's a www.end.com uh, forward slash four T A, like fourth time around. Dot ASP, as in the snake that bit Cleopatra. Yeah, an ass. Right. Yeah, right. Yeah. So um, then we're we're over there. We got all of our. Uh, we've been hosted now. Um, um, so it's right. very nice. All of our episodes are, are up. As always, you can contact Mike Mail at Mike Mail at gmail dot com or myself at our old saver dot ooh at aol dot com. We also mm-hmm. like to thank uh, bring up um, Mike's blog, Strangers, Outlaws, and Hispanics. Um, mm. And thank you to Rich Simpkins and Gregory Wolf, who do all of the editing for this, which is an extremely difficult challenge, uh, I'm sure. And if you listen to your iPhone, they also put in all those awesome pictures. Um, so, so thank you, guys. And, uh, right. and, and let us know. Uh, what? Go ahead, Mike. Well, Rich is telling us, uh, did you say Worlds Without End? Uh, yeah, I did. Oh, no. Did I, I, I thought oh. I said Worlds Without End, but maybe not. Okay. Yeah, that's what it stands for. Yeah, there should just be a, yeah, a tab if you go to worldswithoutend.com. Yeah. So All right. I, I, I blank out. I, I don't listen half the time to what we're doing. Yeah, I don't listen to anything you see. I'm just kind of, yeah, I'm just kind of drinking my Tecate beer. You know, me- Mexicans make pretty good beer, uh, by the way. Well, that's great. Tecate. Yeah, thanks. Look at, do me a favor, Mike. Look at the back of that can and see where it's made. Yeah. Look at the back of your face and <laughs> see where that's made. All right. Well, we're full of holiday spirit. Yeah, it's here. important. For Gregory Clyde Wolf <laughs> the second. Mm. Yeah. For Michael Mayella. Yep. Yeah. Happy Thanksgiving. And uh, for Rosal Saver. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Yeah. Or otherwise known as Turkey Murder Day. <laughs> oh, it's so sad. And we decided it'd be a friendly gesture for us to take the garbage down to the city dump. So we took the half a ton of garbage, put it in the back of a red VW microbus, took shovels and rakes and implements of destruction, and headed on toward the city dump. Well, we got there, and there's a big sign and a chain across the dump saying closed on Thanksgiving. And we had never heard of a dump closed on Thanksgiving before. And with tears in our eyes, we drove off into the sunset looking for another place to put the garbage. We didn't find one. Till we came to a side road, and off the side of the side road was another 15-foot cliff. And at the bottom of the cliff was another pile of garbage. And... We decided that one big pile is better than two little piles, and rather than bring that one up, we decided to throw ours down. That's what we did. Drove back to the church, had a Thanksgiving dinner that couldn't be beat, went to sleep and didn't get up until the next morning when we got a phone call from Officer Obi. Said, kid... We found your name on an envelope at the bottom of a half a ton of yeah. Oh, golf guy. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He loves it. Yeah. yeah. Cool. That guy never calls me anymore. Son of a bitch. Well, yeah, guys, golf so, guy. Uh, what are you talking about? Do you call him? No. See, so got well. <laughs> <laughs> he's probably thinking the same thing. 
Also had to go down and speak to him at the police officer station. So we got in the red VW microbus with the shovels and rakes and implements of destruction headed on toward the police officer station. Now, friends, there was only one or two things that Obie could have done at the police station. And the first was that he could have given us a medal for being so brave and honest on the telephone, which wasn't very likely and we didn't expect it. Another thing was that he could have bawled us out and told us never to be seen driving garbage around the vicinity again which is what we expected but when we got to the police officer station there was a third possibility that we hadn't even counted upon and we was both immediately arrested handcuffed and i said oh yeah don't think i can pick up the garbage with these handcuffs on no i like it i think it looks great uh, yeah, I, don't mind I thought it looked really cool. It has yeah. a really cool retro look to it. Yeah, it has a real. Yeah, I like. I like it. how Mike Mike is like the chick in this though. He has like a oh, woman. I know. Like, yeah, but that's. <laughs> yeah, that's how I think of Mike. So that's well, right. I saw that. I was like, I, 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 I was like, yeah, actually, that kind of makes sense. I guess. And I do look like Richard Nixon, so that's true. Right. Although I'm not gay, let's just be clear. But, why do you, Why do you go out of your way to clarify that? Well, because I'm a woman. I'm, people might think that means I like to dress as a woman. So what if you did? I guess I wouldn't necessarily be gay if I dressed as a woman. <laughs> Why would it matter one way or the other, man? Yeah, it wouldn't really. Yeah, you're right. I'm beyond caring about my... <laughs> you worry too much, man. You want to dress like a woman, dress like a woman. I'm all for it. I don't... No, I never said I want to dress like a woman. I mean, we're not going to talk to you again, but hey, you know. I'll talk... What? That's ridiculous, Greg. I'll talk to you all the time, Mike. Don't worry about it. I don't care one way or the other what you do. But would you have a child with me? That's a good picture of you, Mikey, though. You look, you look really good. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Greg, you, you sort of you have like a kind of Captain Kirkish thing going on, which I like a lot. Mm. So. I said, Obi, I can understand you wanting my wallet, so I don't have any money to spend in the cell. But what do you want my belt for? And it said, Kid, we don't want any hangings. Said Obi, did you think I was gonna hang myself for littering? Obi said he was making sure, and friends Obi was, cause he took out the toilet seat so I couldn't hit myself over the head and ground. And he took out the toilet paper so I couldn't bend the bars, roll out the roll the toilet paper out the window, slide down the roll and have an escape. Obi was making sure, and it was about four or five hours later that Alice, remember Alice? It's a song about Alice. Alice came by with a few nasty words to Obi on the side, bailed us out of jail, we went back to the church, had another Thanksgiving dinner that couldn't be beat and didn't get up until the next morning when we all had to go to court. We walked in, sat down, Obi came in with a 27 8 by 10 covered glossy pictures with the circles and arrows and a paragraph on the back each one, sat down. Man came in, said, "All rise." We all stood up, and Obi stood up with the twenty-seven, eight, five, ten covered glossy. You're right. Hey, guys, right. don't go out of the way to call people. This is something girls do. Girls are good at keeping in touch. Guys are good at. I don't want to talk about girls. Keep it to ourselves. Hey, you need to. Hey, what's wrong, buddy? <laughs> you need me to cheer you up, don't you? No, I don't. You want me to cheer you up? No, it's been a just. You want no. me to want to cuddle you? No, you could, but that wouldn't. Cheer, no, that might cheer. That would, I don't think I'd cheer him up. Somebody keep cry. No, I wouldn't. You know, when I'm feeling bad, I get a little bottle of something. 
<laughs> go in the corner and I cry a little bit, okay? <laughs> Sometimes right. for an hour, sometimes for three hours. All right, that's, that's where I'm headed then. Blind to justice, and there wasn't nothing he could do about it. And that judge wasn't going to look at the 27, 8 by 10 colored glossy pictures with the circles and arrows and a paragraph on the back of each one explaining what each one was to be used as evidence against us. And we was fined $50 and had to pick up the garbage in the snow, but... That's not what I came to tell you about. Came to talk about the draft. We got a building down New York City. It's called Whitehall Street, where you walk in and you get injected, inspected, detected, infected, neglected, and selected. I went down to get my physical examination one day, and I walked in, I sat down. Got good and drunk the night before, so I looked and felt my best when I went in that morning. Cause I wanted to look like the all-American kid from New York City. Man, I wanted, I wanted to feel like all, I wanted to be the all-American kid from New York. And I walked in, sat down, I was hung down, brung down, hung up, and all kinds of mean, nasty, ugly things. And I walked in, I sat down, they gave me a piece of paper, said, kid, see the psychiatrist, room 604. And I went up there, I said, shrink, I want to kill. I mean, I want, I want to kill. Kill. I want, I want to see, I want to see blood and gore and guts and veins in my teeth. Eat dead, burnt bodies. I mean, kill. 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 And I started jumping up and down, yelling, kill. I love I love the movie Red Dawn. I hope that we can talk about it all the time because that oh, shit is. God. Damn it! I've never even seen this movie. You've never seen Red Wolverine. So that's all I have to say to you. <laughs> all I have to say. Feel too good about it. Proceeded on down the hall, getting more injections, inspections, detections, neglections, and all kinds of stuff that they was doing to me at the thing there, and I was there for two hours. Three hours, four hours. I was there for a long time, going through all kinds of mean, nasty, ugly things, and I was just having a tough time there. And they was inspecting, injecting every single part of me, and they wasn't leaving no part untouched. Proceeded through, and I went finally came to see the very last man. I walked in, walked in, sat down after a whole big thing there, and I walked up and said, what do you want? He said, kid, we only got one question. Have you ever been arrested? And I proceeded to tell him the story of Alice's Restaurant Massacre with full orchestration and five-part harmony and stuff like that. And then all the phenomena stopped me right there and said, Kid, did you ever go to court? I proceeded to tell them the story of the 27 8 by 10 colored glossy pictures with the circles and arrows and a paragraph on the back of each one that stopped me right there and said, Kid, I want you to go over and sit down on that bench that says Group W. Now, kid. I walked over to, to the bench there, and there's, there's Group W is where they, where they put you if you may not be moral enough to, to join the army after committing your special crime. And here was all kinds of mean, nasty, ugly-looking people.
By the way, that show V is really good. I'm loving it. Is that a uh, is J.J. Abrams doing that show? No. See, I think this is a whole. I, I think this is a big uh, metaphor for how we should not trust illegal immigrants or illegal aliens, if you will. You know what? Think about it. Think about it. They could be trying to take us over, just like these aliens. What'd you get? I said I didn't get nothing. I had to pay fifty dollars and pick up the garbage. I said, "What were you arrested for, kid?" I said, "Littering." And they all moved away from me on the bench there. And here I bone all kinds of mean, nasty things. Till I said, and creating a nuisance. And they all came back, shook my hand, and we had a great time. On the bench talking about crime, mother stem, father raping, all kinds of groovy things that we was talking about on the bench. And everything was fine. We were smoking cigarettes and all kinds of things until the sergeant came over. Had some paper in his hand, held it up, and said, kids. This piece of paper's got 47 words, 37 cents, it's 58 words. We want no details of crime, time, crime, and that kind of thing. Got slap, time, turn about the crime, want no rest, not suit, name, and that kind of thing. You gotta say in the top for 45 minutes, and nobody understood a word that he said. But we had fun filling out the forms and playing with the pencils on the bench there. And I filled out the massacre with the four part harmony. And Wrote it down there just like it was And everything was fine And I put down a pencil And I turned over the piece of paper And and there There on the other side In the middle of the other side Away from everything else on the other side In parentheses Capital letters quoted read the following words Kid, you rehabilitated yourself. I went over to the sergeant and said, Sergeant, you've got a lot of damn gall to ask me if I've rehabilitated myself. I mean, I mean, I mean, I just, I'm sitting here on a bench. I mean, I'm sitting here on the Group W bench. Cause you wanna know if I'm moral enough to join the army, burn women, kids, houses, and villages after being a litter bug. He looked at me and said, Kid, you don't like your kind. And we're gonna send your fingerprints off to Washington and friends. Somewhere in Washington, enshrined in some little folders, a study in black and white of my fingerprints. And the only reason I'm singing you the song now is because you may know somebody in a similar situation. Or you may be in a similar situation. And if you're in a situation like that, there's only one thing you can do is walk into the shrink wherever you are. Just walk in, say shrink. You can get anything you want at Alice's restaurant and walk out. You know, if one person, just one person does it, they may think he's really sick and they won't take him. 
And if two people, two people do it in harmony, they think they're both faggots and it won't take either of them. And if three people do it, three, can you imagine three people walking in, singing a bar, Alice's restaurant and walking out? They may think it's an organization. And can you, can you imagine 50 people a day? I said 50 people a day walking in, singing a bar, Alice's restaurant, walking out. And friends, they may think it's a movement. And that's what it is. The Alice's restaurant, anti-massacre movement. And all you gotta do to join is to sing it the next time it comes around on the guitar with feeling. So we'll wait till it comes around on the guitar here. Sing it when you're done. Here it comes. You can get anything you want at Alice's Restaurant. You can get anything you want at Alice's Yes, I'm thankful for Mike Mail and Greg Wolf and Richard Simpson. <laughs> Thank you, AF, yeah, for being who you all are. You can get anything you want at Alice's Restaurant. That was horrible. <laughs> one-end warning stuff, you gotta sing loud. You can put a lot. I've been singing the song now for 25 minutes. I could sing it for another 25 minutes. I'm not proud. <laughs> or tired. So we'll wait till it comes around again. This time with four-part harmony and feeling. We're just waiting for it to come around is what we're doing. Have you ever looked at yourself in the mirror and gone, I am batshit mad? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh.